Welcome, everyone. This is the very first official podcast for ThePubLife.com. I am Chris Lacerio, and with me is my partner in crime, my hetero life mate, my best friend forever, Dwayne Johnson. Say hi, Dwayne. Hello, all up there in podcast land. Uh, we just want to uh, – this is a start off of one of the many podcasts we will be doing uh, just to bring you guys a little bit more, I know there's a lot of people out there that don't like to read. Yes, I am one of those people. Um, Dwayne, on the other hand, is is an avid reader. I prefer movies. But, we like books. Yeah, no, I'm not a big book person myself. Uh, I pick up magazines every now and then, uh, but that's, that's pretty much it. Uh, before we get started today, we wanted to talk about uh, one of the things we will be doing every single podcast is having a very, very delicious beer today. And today's beer is Shiner Bach. Um, this was actually the first beer I had that was not uh, one of the really big name beers, uh, not a Budweiser, not a Miller Lite. Um, it was my first legal beer, personally. I, it was the very first one I ever tasted. So, um, yeah, I mean, and, and this was actually the first beer that, that made me like beer. Um, I, I, I hated beer for... Uh, my young adult life, because I all I knew was Bud Light and Miller Light. Uh, not to say that those are bad beers, uh, but those are bad beers in my opinion. Um, to me, they taste like piss. Uh, it's really watered down. But I mean, when you're young, you don't know the difference. You just taste the alcohol. Yeah, and and this one actually was I tasted it in great, uh, great beer. And when I was uh, stationed overseas or anywhere other than Texas. Um, I always looked for it and come to find out they're predominantly just a Texas beer since it's brewed in Texas. Yep, in Shiner, Texas. Um, and, you know, it, it's it's great. Uh, this one is in a can. I've never actually had it in a can before. I've never. This is the first time I've had it in a can. I usually get it out of bottle or tap. Tap is, I think, the way you're supposed to drink beer. But, uh, you know, everyone settles for what they can get. And today we just happen to have Shiner in a can. Yep, and... Um, I'll, I'll be honest with you. It, it's not. It, it's not bad in a can. It's not. No, it's not bad at all. Uh, the way I see it is that you know, a lot of people are kind of those, you know, beer snobs, and we'll get into those a little bit later. But in most cases, a lot of people complain about a metallic taste. I've never tasted it myself, but then again, I don't go around licking cans either, so I don't see a significant taste whatsoever in it at all. Right. Right. So, it, I mean, if you guys um, out there listening. Uh, right now, I'm pretty sure most of you guys are from Texas. Um, if you're not, and you ever make your way to Texas, or you can get beer shipped to you, definitely try them out. Um, they come out with with several different flavors throughout the year. You know, different season beers. Uh, I've had their black lager, I think, before, black and that was actually really, really good. good. Yeah. Um, so please check them out. They they're not. In, they're not giving us any money if you do or no. no. So, just letting you know that's what we're drinking at the start of this uh, this podcast. Oddly enough, it's actually very similar to uh, Sam Adams. I'm not saying it's exactly like Sam Adams, but it's like Texas's version of Sam Adams because it's one of those dark lagers, very similar to Sam Adams, and uh, it's made here. And they do a whole bunch of micro brews that you know seasonal beers that Sam Adams also does as well. So uh, it it has a a lot of variety to it uh, when you first get a hold of it. And uh, hopefully someday in the next, I'm, I want to say in the next six months, we'll take a trip down to Shiner um, and get a look at their plant and maybe taste some of their other beers. 
Um, and we I can. I their strawberry brew is pretty amazing. I've never, I've never even actually heard of that. So uh, yeah, that, they were working on it a while ago, a couple of years ago, and I think they've, uh, they haven't let it out though. I think it's one of those select things you get on order. Well, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that then because I love strawberries. I'm sure I love them. I yeah. love them a lot. You're kind of girly that way. That's okay. Uh, okay, well, a little bit about us. Uh, my name is Chris. Uh, born and raised in San Antonio. Every single time I try to get out, I get sucked back in. <clears throat> Um, ex-Navy, uh, um, joined about a year after high school, went, I don't want to say all around the world, but I saw some good stuff. I had some good beers, some great food along the way. And, uh, you know, I've, I've never actually been a, a beer, more of a beer person up until maybe about a couple of years ago. Yeah, I'd probably say about a couple of years ago. Uh, still learning myself, which is why I really love doing this because I am tasting all kinds of great things. There's so many, so many good beers out there that uh, just in the past few months we've run across that were just great. Yeah, a lot of them, they definitely vary. We don't stop for anything in particular. Uh, if we haven't heard of it, we're willing to take a shot. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that's a little bit about me. Uh, not not too much to tell after that. Uh, you know, I've got a family, and thankfully they're supportive of doing this. And uh, you know, hopefully we can we can go go about doing this. Dwayne, talk about yourself for a sec. All right. Well, my name is Dwayne. Uh, fact is, I'm an Air Force vet, uh, com- a vet similar to him, uh, different branch. Definitely liked my job, but uh, it got a little bit a uh, little bit more tedious. So. We both decided to get out at some point of our military careers a little earlier than we liked, perhaps. I was I was raised in Texas, but I was born overseas, uh, military family, so I have been jaunted all over the planet at least two, three times over. Really got to see a lot of things, and while in the military, I got to experience a lot of things, go to a lot of different bars, check out a lot of different scenes, and I really appreciate it because uh, it made me grow as a person, and the fact is that... Beer is one of the things that every military person, I think, has in common automatically. They have what they love, and they try them out in different countries, and sometimes we can't get them here. And we like to, you know, see what America has been coming up with. Merca. So. Merca. It's Merca. <laughs> so it's definitely good to, to, to be back home and, and try out all the new stuff that's just popping up. And it, so far I've seen it's getting a lot bigger with a lot of the... Uh, smaller craft brews and and micro brews that are popping up, and I really look forward to checking all of them out as much as possible. Not getting completely hammered, but uh, no promises. No promises. <laughs> now that brings us to a good point. The, the one of the things I want to touch on is why we're doing this website, um, how this website and this podcast came to be. We, um, well, I mean, let's start from the beginning. I mean, I, we, we we went to a went to a bar went to a bar um, called World of Beer. Uh, down at uh, close to the Stone Oak area here in San Antonio, north side of San Antonio. Yeah, never heard of it. I, yeah, I'd never been. I, I guess you had, you'd heard. Well, no, we had well, no. We were wanting to go to a movie that day. That's what happened. We oh, were going. We came across. We it. were going to the Alamo Draft House, and um, we had time to kill. And we said we saw this place and said, "Hey, you know, let's let's give them a shot." Um, you know, I that was actually the, on my birthday. Yeah, what's uh, your birthday? Little sad story here. Real depressed. Hated hated my job. Uh, which you were working working at with As me well, yeah, enjoying the misery. Misery loves company. We, we I won't say what um, place it was, but it was a family environment place. Not that I hate families or family environment, 
just the um, the management side above me because I was the general manager at the place, um, the corporate or or what have you, whatever you want to call them. Um, just it, it was it was getting to me. It was a, a a thankless job. Not that I'm looking for thanks or anything. Uh, it just it it was more than I felt anybody should put up with. Um, even the people that I, that worked under me. I mean. You you could tell tell oh, from yeah, experience. No, you know, I, I cared about people. Yeah. The, the, it, I'd say that the the entire experience, like you know, because I was on the low end of the totem, and it, it, in all honesty, it, all of it was really kind of a thankless job. It was just something to do on the lower end, and in the managerial side, I can definitely see that there's you know there's a, a lot of stress, and given the amount of time that we've all put in, you know, we just sometimes we have that job we have because we really really liked it when we were on the low end. And then as you progress further and you see a lot more of the stuff that gets stacked up against you and put on your desk. So it can, not to say that it was overwhelming, but I'd probably say it was along the lines of just downright tedious. You really get no rest. And for the time, the, the amount the, that you guys were getting, that, that I was forced to pay you guys yeah. was just. It was dismal. And, yeah, I mean, not worth it. It was not worth what they were asking. And usually, you know, a lot of people don't quit because of. They, they they quit because of other reasons. Usually, it's like a bad leadership or you know something like that. And in all honesty, I think you're one of the better managers that I, I ever worked thank for. Thank you, thank you. Uh, but the fact is that you know sometimes the higher ups and the corporate level guys that are seeing the bigger picture, um, they tend to neglect the people on the lower side and and they assume that we're going to do something because we have no place to go. But in all honesty, I have no problem quitting a very bad job for. When it comes down to you giving me really crap jobs that don't really amount to anything that nobody will really notice, but you feel that it's going to make you look better and make you look better to people above you, you know, when you start getting those really demeaning jobs, it's just, it's sometimes you, you'll quit on that alone. I mean, some people will quit for, you know, whatever reason, I'll quit for whatever reason I want. But in that case, it was just, it was not the best, like... I guess, you know, because it's kind of symbiotic relationship, right. the coworker, the managers. And you can have a good symbiotic relationship, but at some point, somebody's feeding a little bit more off of the other. And I think the corporate side was definitely just sucking us dry of morale and energy and basically the care for the job that we would have had if we really enjoyed it. Right. And, you know, I think the 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 moment for me where I thought I'm done, just straight up done, was when my uh, my boss came in to do an inspection, he wanted he literally wanted somebody on their hands and knees in the bathroom, um, scrubbing the the tile floor, and I'm just like, I'm 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 not gonna make somebody do that for minimum no, wage. No, that's just that's just it's demeaning for for minimum wage. I mean, yeah. if if I was able to pay them a little bit more, yeah, you know, because uh, that's that wasn't their only job. It was do this. And go and handle somebody's food now. And the bathrooms were actually fine. I mean, yeah, in all honesty, they were they weren't extremely dirty. They were aged. You could tell they were aged. Yeah, that was so an old old yeah. store that I had to take, take over. Yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna get it down to brand spanking new. That gr you know the grime is going to be built up over the years, and it's you're never going to be able to get it out. You know, so I mean, if there's no real problem, and but you find a problem, then clearly you're the problem. And yeah, and I mean, and all honesty, too, the bathrooms were just part of it. Um, you know, the the previous uh, general manager that I took over for just really let that place go. I mean, yeah. bad. Um, I, I think my my first week there, I had somebody 
uh, when I asked them if they had cleaned the bathrooms, um, this was a Tuesday, I think it was, or a Wednesday, and I said, hey, did you clean the bathrooms? And they're like, um, why? I said, because the bathroom's got to be clean. And then he straight up looked at me with a straight face, a serious face. It's not the weekend. We only clean the bathrooms on the weekend. And oh, no. that just got That's me. I was like, yeah, okay. You know, maybe in your house you could clean get away with it. When there's only one person or two people using the bathroom, right? You know, once a week is is nominal. But when when you have hundreds or thousands of people every week going through that place, that is going to be a literal tornado of shit. I mean, right? So <laughs> it's you going know, to be tragedy. So anyway, so we were we, we kind of got off subject on that one, Completely but when we uh got ranted. we um so we went to this bar, World of Beer. Uh, great, great place. Uh, no food served, but I think they have a restaurant that they... They did have some finger foods that you can uh, order on. Order from them and they'll deliver to your table. Um, but they have a great beer selection. Uh, great music. I mean, mu- not, not not newer stuff. Not newer stuff, but it was stuff we liked. Yeah, was, stuff that uh, we enjoyed. Amicable. Everybody yeah. can could get a little liking of it. Uh, we went and they uh, one night they had a ping pong table set up. Yeah. Another night... Giant Jenga. They have we giant Jenga. <laughs> And um, some trivia things going on, and they have sports on the TVs. Um, so anyway, so we're there, and we started drinking. And um, Drinking leads to arguments, and arguments right. lead to philosophy and the, culture. Yeah, and, and the philosophy is what got us. We said, why not uh, – well, actually, you said it. You I said, said yeah. why not – why keep doing stuff that we don't want to do? Why not be our own boss, do what we want to do, uh, and enjoy ourselves? You know, Most That's of true. America just goes to work hating their jobs. Um, but they do it for the paycheck. Yeah, it's not, and there's nothing wrong with that. Right, if you want to do it that. for a paycheck, do it for a paycheck. But we were just—I don't think we—I think we were at our point where we were just tired of getting told to do things when we could just go ahead and, and do go, what we want. Yeah, do the American dream. The American dream is go out there, do what you want because you want to do it, and you're going to have fun. Um, so yeah, so we we took that off. Uh, you know, we went home, and uh, we, you know. Went to bed, whatever. The next day, we we started talking about, uh, you know, maybe starting our own pub one day that we've yeah, talked about since, that's, since right after high yeah, school. Right after high school. I, again, if you watch How I Met Your Mother, guaranteed every dude has said at one point, yeah. I want to own a I bar. want a bar. I want a bar. Um, and then we, we also talked about, well, why not go and take a look at other places? Maybe get some some ideas of what our bar or our pub would be like. Yep. And, you know... I don't want to say copy them, but you know, get some some ideas. You know, yeah, get get, get, get inspiration. The brainstorming, inspiration. Right. Well, so with that came this idea. Well, if we're doing all this, why not talk about it? You know, yeah. let people know. You know, there's a there's a huge explosion going on with craft beers and microbreweries and and pubs and stuff like that going along. I mean, you look on TV. In fact, there's a show that I've been watching lately called Brew Dogs. Two Scottish guys right. are over here. They jump from city to city, and they make uh, unique brews, mm-hmm. uh, and they go along and try to uh, to de-virginize craft beer virgins. Uh, those guys are hilarious. Uh, I don't think we're going to be quite as funny with them, especially no, since we don't have Scottish accents. Uh, but yeah. Work on it, I suppose. Well, I suck at doing accents. <laughs> um so that that was just kind of the the starting point. That was our well. Let's let's take a look and see what we can do. Um, so after after we both quit, yeah, uh, after we both quit, we, we realized we did not have the funding 
Um, we wouldn't be able to get any type of real business loan or anything like that because we didn't have enough collateral. So what ended up happening is like we kind of made an idea of like, well, let's go with what we can do with a little bit of money, start a website, and go do these things on our off time is kind of a, a side gig. And now we're kind of pushing to see if what how far we can take it. As, without as, money, <laughs> yeah, without any, money. without any, because we're all dead broke. We're you know we're Joe Schmo, nobody in the workforce, and we're trying to make it big. So that's what we're trying to plan on. Right. So what we have decided we wanted to do with this website is not only bring you um, the cities, and not just San Antonio's. Uh, we we do want to venture out. We've been to Corpus. We are going to be heading to Austin hopefully sometime really, really soon. A lot of good bars down there. Yeah. Great bars. Right. Um, and we just want to make sure that we can get these, you know, just get people more aware. You know, people are just drinking piss beer all the time because it's yeah. all they know. Um, it's it's and. We get to hang out and drink and yep. eat great food and hang out with you, the people. Yeah, I mean, we that that's all we want to do. They're really, I mean, we 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 hope to make money off of this with maybe some advertisements because we'd love to advertise for other people. We would love to uh, to to sell merchandise from other people. We'd love to sell our own merchandise, which is one thing that's going to be coming up uh, hopefully soon. And uh, I mean, if you've got a a a uh, Amazon account. Amazon account, and you frequently purchase from Amazon. Uh, please come up to thepublife.com. D a p u b l i f e dot com. It's right there on the front page, and I think I've put it almost on every page on the Just website. Just about, yeah. I'd say. Um, click on it. Yeah, click on the link. It doesn't matter what link it is. Just click on it. It'll take you straight to Amazon and make your purchase. If if whatever you plan on purchasing, whether it's uh, shoes or clothes or electronics, whatever you do, movies. I, I used to buy movies from them all the time. Well, with Amazon doing that whole, hey, we're going to try this, we're going to send it to you, uh, you know, kind of thing that they're they're running on recently, uh, don't be surprised. Just go ahead and click on it anyway. Yeah. I mean, maybe they'll click on it for you, but I wouldn't take that chance. Just but but go to us first, then click on Amazon, make your purchase, and Amazon will give us a little bit of money for, for advertising their website on our website doesn't cost you a dime more. Uh, Amazon doesn't charge you anything extra. It's just straight, straight advertisement. Yeah, it's yeah. out of their pocket. They send us a couple couple pennies our way. Um, so give it a try out, uh, and hopefully you know you guys will like the show, and we'd like to continue making the show as long as possible. Right, right. So with that, we would like to talk about our recent segment that I had fun writing. It was it was fun to read too. I, I loved really it. it. It was a great one. Beer snobs. Uh, beer snobs. Basically, it's those people that you run into almost every bar or pub or almost every single anywhere that one. sells alcohol. That's right. You know, you've got that one jackass that wants to tell you what you should be drinking. Or yeah, and what you should know. Yeah, what you should know about drinking, you know, and there's different levels of beer snobs and and I've noticed them more, especially with uh, real quickly. You, I think this is the first time you've ever finished a beer before me. <laughs> I, I was sitting back and enjoying the the noise. <laughs> All right. um, but no, the, the the whole thing is is when, when you go down to publet.com, I did an an article on it, and I I've always ran up against these guys, and I hear about them all the time. There's blogs and websites that are all over the place. I ran into a couple while I was at a at a bar recently. And you will always – I never realized how prevalent they are in the drinking culture. Like I mean we talk about like wine snobs. You know, the guys that are like, 
oh, well, this one has this type of legs. And, and in this year, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's 1867 Vossavant. And you're like, I Who don't... gives a fuck? Yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. Nobody cares. Let me just drink my wine. I'm one of the guys that I want to come down, and I don't really... I like talking about beer, but I would rather just sit and kind of savor in the beer. But these guys will let you know... These are the notes you're that tasting. You're wrong. Yeah, they, they'll find you're wrong, or they, they'll like you because of the beer that you like. Um, so we came up with a couple of them. There was the Brew Dude, uh, the Brovocateur, Bruce Traveler, the Beer Geek, and the Arrogant Bastard. And the ones that I definitely hate the most is the Arrogant Bastard because that's the one that most people equate to what a snob is. Like he's the all-encompassing beer snob. And you know, most of the people that I've ever run into that are are, are the Arrogant Bastards – are those people that brew their own beer at home? Yeah, they and, and they, they tend to because they know what they like, right? And they just want to share it with everybody, and so they'll usually kind of point you in the way that they think the beer you would like is, and you may not like it. You know, different tastes for everybody else. Some people like light, some people like dark. My dad is a light beer fan. I mean, the waterier, the better it is for him. <laughs> for me, I'm a dark beer. I go for that full flavor. Me I too. want it to have hit. You know, some some good alcohol content. You know, I, I love the chocolate uh, and coffee. Chocolate, coffee, stouts, all those things, really good. You know, you can't drink much, but the alcohol kind of makes up for it because they're usually high in alcohol right, content. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, those guys they have a tendency to. I never even realized that I had met my first uh, snob when I was hanging out with my dad and all of his Air Force buddies when we would go to family barbecues, and that brought me to the you know the brew dude. Which is the guy that has his own selection of beer because that's what he drinks, but and that's all he's ever drank, or it's like a family trade or something Since like that. Since they were young and they Since still they think they're young. young. Uh, yeah, and, and it's just what they've always and they refuse to drink anything else and they give you reasons why. You know, that guy was the very first one I ever met in my entire life. And, uh, and I would normally say it was an American beer, but we were overseas. And my dad is one of these guys, San Miguel beer in the Philippines. Very, very good beer. Um, what's really weird back in the time in the eighties when, well, my dad was still in the military and we were drinking, you know, he was drinking overseas. I wasn't, I was a child, but, uh, the thing that made San Miguel famous was the fact is back in the Philippines, they used to clip formaldehyde around the lip to clean off the bottle, uh, to sanitize it and they'd, and they'd bottle it. So there'd be a little bit of formaldehyde residue and a lot of military guys got used to it. You know, so and and that was one of one of my dad's best friends. Always drank San Miguel beer, loved it. And the one reason, and my dad is too. He still, if he could get a bottle of, of real San Miguel from the Philippines, I don't think they do it now. But you know, the, he, he still has that stigma that he used to have as a kid. Well, see, and then that that, that, that brings it to the Bruce Traveler, the 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 one guy that's been, you know, and it's usually with military guys. Yeah, it's usually military guys. Uh, and I've I I know I've run through through this. With with all the ports that we've hit when when we were uh, on deployment, uh, you know I you know this beer is the best and you know this this U.S. stuff is good but nothing is better than that's true than X beer from I, X yeah. country and and you're like I, I can't get it here so why why even bring it up yeah why bring it up you know yeah. you're you're here telling me how wonderful how great it is I'm I'm never gonna know if I'm if if I wasn't a traveling person I'm never gonna know because I'm never gonna go there. Uh, and I'm, I'm one of those guys where I've been everywhere. You know, I've been overseas, you know, I've been to different countries and there's a lot of beers I like. And I understand that there's different places. Yeah. And don't, don't get don't, us wrong. Yeah, you know, if, I don't if, bring that stuff up every single minute of the day. If, if you are, if you're having a drink with us and you say, Hey, you know, we had this one beer that was awesome. 
you know, it was from, from, I, I don't Bavaria. know. Yeah, whatever. And, you know, it, it tasted like this, tastes like that. And then you leave it at that. And yeah. you don't tell us how horrible our drinks are yeah. here. Don't kind of underhand us yeah. on that one. It's kind of a dickish move. Like, well, we have nothing to compare that to. It's like, we had this one pigeon that shit gold. You know, we don't know if that's true or not because yeah. we can't get our hands on it. So, You're, I mean, say you liked it, but after that, just kind of move on. You know, once once we've already established that there's a great beer in this country, great. I'm happy. Hopefully, if if I get to travel to that country, if I haven't yeah. been there yet, um, and I get to try that beer, I'm going to be like, hey, you know what? So-and-so was right. This was good this beer. This was a really good beer. And other than that, we don't mention know. it. Don't care. Done. Okay, <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. I don't need to know We're anything really else happy about you it. You went to all these places that make us feel like crap all right. the day. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. I was out and hanging out in Estonia where they hang out in a monastery. Now and they make beer. Now you did. You just had the the beer geek on there uh, the beer again. Geek. Uh, it's more of a brew home brewer home type, brewer type, type yeah. person. Um, I've who, met one of those in my entire life, and he gave me more information on brewing than I ever wanted to know. You know, I I don't think I've ever met those people. Uh, I, the more you hang out at places like this, I guarantee you, you will meet a home brewer. I've met one, and well, him I've, and his wife are absolutely lovely. I've, I've met home home <clears throat> brew guys before. In fact, one of the my last station over here at Medina Base was uh, the guy was a home brewer, um, and uh, he he you know he told me about it, and he said, yeah, you know, it's a process, and but he never went into detail because he knew yeah. that I probably wouldn't care at the time well he was a smart one he's a considerate guy he's right. he's not a, he's not necessarily a snob but i mean he's considerate the guy that i ran up to uh that i ran into uh was over at dinner and we were talking about you know he had to ask us like what type of beers do you guys like and like oh i make beer and that was a really good conversation starter i think it's really good when you have a, a common interest in this case it was beer and he knew how to make it and in all honesty it, it was a very good beer and he and he only view, brews small batches of it so when he gives you some, it's actually kind of – it's a really, really nice thing. Um, but the fact is is that he went too far into it and he exceeded the bound of comfort for everybody to where you take up an entire conversation. You know, when, when you are this, the centric portion of that conversation and you, you just can't take up – because people want to talk about it. But if you're so busy talking about, oh, the great water quality this and the brews of this and, you know, I mean there, there's a lot to go into it and most people may not even understand what you're talking about. And, you know, I guess if I had run into that person who was the, the beer geek, um, you know, like I said, I brought up that show earlier, Brew Dogs. Yeah. Those guys, um, those guys are beer geeks. Yeah. They are. But Absolutely. they're not the, they're not the uh, snob, they're not snobbish no, about it. No, not snobbish about it. it. The re- I mean, one, it's their show. I mean, they've, they've got to be. It's built around yeah, they've they got to. to know. Um, but if it's something that, like, I just saw an episode where they, um, um, they, the, the water that they used was from San Francisco Fog. I mean, they literally collected the fog from San Francisco. That's very interesting. Yeah, and they used that to make the water. That's very peculiar. Yeah, <laughs> and then, you know, they added whatever ingredients that they added. Um, uh, honestly, off the top of my head, I can't, I can't remember what they were. But the, the end product was not just the beer, but they, were also, they also vaporized the beer because they, want, they wanted the beer to start off as fog, which was the water. Right. And they wanted it to end up as water. Okay. I mean, as fog, right? Um, and they used some some device that they got from MIT, I believe it was, and it literally it it, it vibrated the the liquid to where it produced the fog, and you know you you 
tasted it with the fog. Wow. And, you know, it got, so a, it got a beer fog. A beer fog. I mean, it still had liquid in it. Right. You still drank the liquid, but you also inhaled the little, inhaled a little bit. The fog. I and, can see people getting drunk off that pretty fast. Right. And, and um, you know, it, it looked like it was pretty pretty cool. Actually, I would like to try that myself. That seemed, I would be very interested. seemed interested in, interesting. Uh, yeah. Uh, but so anyways, uh, yeah, so that was our last, our last article. We're hoping to get more articles like that. You know, Dwayne is, is, is our main writer because quite frankly, I I can't, I can barely read. So, (laughs) um, we, we're going to be going more into more articles a little later on. Hopefully we can start building up a staff or something. Right. But the only way to do that is, uh, we need money. Uh, I'm not asking for any handouts. I am asking for donations, though. Donations help. If you head off to Indiegogo.com, I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O.com, almost like Kickstarter, uh, but kind of like the younger brother of Kickstarter, yeah, I guess. Yeah, a newer variation of it. Uh, type in ThePubLife.com, D-A-P-U-B-L-I-F-E.com. And you can see our little campaign there. I think it still has like 54 days yeah. left to go. We're not asking for much. We only need about $1,000 just to make sure we get uh, better yeah, better podcast equipment right now. We're just doing this straight off the laptop. No mics, no nothing. Great just sound quality. Whatever, uh, whatever quality we can get off of the laptops exactly. or computers. Uh, we also would like a camera to use uh, – to take pictures of the food that we have, that we're tasting, the beers places that we're tasting, yeah. places we've been, like to get a um, pictures of our, our the people that help us, the staff. You know, we're here to also promote, like I said, promote these places, so that when you want to kick back and relax, you want to blow off some steam from a hard week's of work, you know exactly where to go. Exactly. So, so Indiegogo.com, look up the Pub Life, and you will find us there. And if you guys have any uh, examples of a any type of beer snobs that I missed, that I don't know about, or something you've experienced on your own, feel free, type it up, take it down to publife.com. I guarantee you one of us will read it, and we'll make a little segment on it for that. Um, so with with the fact that you know we like to go out and check out all these really cool places, sometimes we come across a place that's just a nightmare, a right. literal nightmare that we just want to escape as fast as possible. But <laughs> the fact is we're trying to give these people a chance to uh, tell us all about their story on how they came up with their bar and, and what the bar is like and, and really get a good sense of, of the feel of the bar right. or the pub or the tavern. You know, every now and then we come up with a really, really crap one. Now, after our first uh, – when we when we first left our, our jobs, yeah. we decided, one, we needed a vacation. Yep. And we decided why not head over to um, Corpus. We went down to Corpus, Christie, Texas, um, and we – Looked looked around. We saw a few places that we liked. We found a lot of good places. Yeah, we found actually. a lot of good places. A lot of good um, places. One of them was the um, Hastings Landing, which we will probably do a review about it. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we we we'll, have we'll, we'll throw one. We'll throw one up together. I mean, it's it's not too much. Uh, that very nice scenery there. The food was amazing. If you're a Jimmy Buffett fan, you would definitely dig the place. Right. It's definitely one of those. Bahama t-shirt type, short wearing, weather's right. pretty good, food is awesome, laid back place, really dug it. Even the even the owner, the manager actually. The manager was the really manager nice, was really yes. cool, you know. He wore, you know, cargo shorts and a nice t-shirt right. and 
And he, he loved it, the fact that it was so laid back. And he was equally laid back. I think he, like, he was the, the literal version of what the bar was, like, personification of Right, it. right. I think he was a really cool guy. We also checked out a place called Brewster Street. Um, is it Ice House? Ice, ice House. It's an Ice House. Um, very awesome place. I mean, that was a huge place. You they've want to got throw a, a party, you go there. That place has a great venue. Patio. Uh, they have a... Um, I don't want to call it a concert hall, but it's a it's it's, uh, it's, it's an open floor. open floor area where yeah. they do show concerts. Great place to check out. Uh, they even have a, a playground. playground for the kids, playground so the that was awesome, awesome too. Uh, but we came across awesome country country fried steak but, too. Yeah, but when we came across the really crap bar. We're not yeah, going to name. We're not going to name it. But like I, I think the one thing that the the way we approach this one is we had gotten there, we stayed the night because we got there pretty late. Next morning, we went to all these places, and we decided, you know, let's go talk to them, see if they'll give us an interview, just because we want to see we, – we didn't want to just go in there and just trash talk or, or – or, Yeah, know. we try to give everybody a clean slate, right. fair and balanced, not like so, Fox News. So we went we went and uh, we, we went to talk to the manager of this place, which was named a pub. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to say what it, what pub it was. It was but a it was lie. Named. It was what it was. It, it was, was. A blatant lie. <laughs> so we go in there. We talk to the owner. Actually, the owner was there, and he's like, "Yeah, sure, come on back." Uh, big, big guy, huge guy. Arnold did 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 not want to run into him at night in an alley. Like a Viking. I mean, yeah, it was just amazing. <laughs> he was he was ginormous, and um, <laughs> so he was like, Crazy. "Yeah, come on, come on down uh, a little later on today." So we. You're like okay, so that's not not a big deal. No, wasn't a big deal. Didn't see seem pretty fair, keel, you know, even killed. Yeah, um, I mean, he he seemed like he was like, interested, interested. But we were we were probably a little bit of a bother to him because he was trying to do a bank run at the time. I think um, yeah. I noticed they were counting some money. So we're like, okay, well, we'll let you do your business, get get yourself set up for the day, and we'll come back. We ended up coming back around nine thirty. Nine o'clock with the the. The peak time when people should be starting, starting to, to show stroll up. in. We, we, we walk in, and there's literally four people there. Four people. Three, Three work there. Three work there, and That's one right. of them was the buddy of the manager, yeah. I think. Yeah. So we go in, and um, uh, you you walked into the bathroom first. Yes. And I stood there, and I, I tried talking to the, talking to the manager because the manager was our point of contact for that. And he knew we were coming because he was there when we were talking yes. to the owner. Yeah, yeah. Well – um, really, the only smiling face we got there was the was, new girl. Was the bar? Yeah, she was the, 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 the bartender. bartender. She was new. She, she was, was a one, really was nice girl. Real nice, real sweet. They could have made money off of us that night. Yeah. Um, well, you know, when we go to these places, we're not asking for free stuff no, at all. We pay we're, for all, we're our, own for our stuff. Um, you know, uh, the, the money we want to make is basically if they want to advertise with us or we sell stuff. So we're yeah. not asking. For handouts on those, you know, we yeah. will pay for the beer, we'll pay for the food, all that stuff. Yeah. So we go in and we start talking to this guy, and you know, we we order our beers. Yep. And um, we nothing but but one word answers. I mean, the guy's not even looking at ne- us. Yeah, negative uh, on everything. Yeah. There was no um, feedback, if any. The, visual cues, a lot of visual, angry visual cues. Yeah. We. I remember one of the questions I asked was, you know, what what type of uh, what type of of events do you guys have? Yeah. Do you do you do you have do you you know on fight nights, uh, Super Bowl, whatever? Is there anything that goes on here that we may you know write about saying, hey, if you're going to be here in town on this day, no, you know, nothing, why nothing, don't you come in here? Nothing in particular. Yeah, that's all. That's all the only answer. No, yeah. nothing. Yeah. Um, 
and then we have one of the guys, I, I'm one assuming he was one of the bartenders, he, he was like, well, we have St. Pa- Patty's Day. Something we could work with. And we're like, okay. And well, he looks right at the manager, and I'm, I'm guessing the manager gave him a dirty look because dirty his look. face just changed once, He's like, oh, once yeah, he looked at him. No, yeah. But I, I was like, okay, it's like well. talking to a bunch of mean girls. Right. It's so, really <laughs> kind of just horrible. Uh, so, you know, I asked, well, what goes on? And um, the, the, the answer I, I got from the back of the manager's head was, oh, it's just busy that day. And, and I'm thinking, that's it? It's yeah, just it's busy? Like, it's just busy. There's, there's nothing interesting because, I mean, I, I, I mean I, every place I've ever worked, any place that I've ever worked, I always have a story about something that happened somewhere at some point in time. Well, you see, and that was the other question that we asked was yeah, – These are not – Well, bad. one of the questions was how long have you guys been here? And I think they said they had been there for seven years seven or so. Seven years and they bought it from somebody else. Right. And, you know, this manager had been there for all those seven years. I asked me, you know, what – give us a story. What's happened in those seven years where, you know, that, that, that sticks out, whether it's Not a good a story or a bad thing, story. Apparently. Nothing. That's Not his answer. Thing. Nothing. Not Nothing's happened in seven years. You can't tell me there wasn't a single bar fight. You're a liar. You know, and, and not even I, – I, I wouldn't even care if it was just a bar – or if it well, was something good. You know, like that other yeah. place we went to that oh. we, we haven't written about, um, but we – Still kind of doesn't classify as a bar. Uh, pub. Oh, it was a pub. It doesn't classify as a pub. It classifies right. as a bar. Uh, but the guy was really – he was open. He was – right. he, he was by himself. He was by, by himself. himself. He was taking care of about, a what, 30, Peter, 30, yeah. 30 people? Yeah, about 30 – yeah, there was, it was a half-full house. Right. Not really busy, but yet he still managed, you know, two, three minutes at a time just to kind of quickly engage and then, right. oh, somebody needed a drink. And, and he was back on – but, I mean, you know, he was fully engaged. He was, he was a lot of fun to talk to. Right. And he's the type of guy that I would really like to, to interview on a regular basis. Right. And, you know, he didn't give us a, a – a um, drunk story. No, he did not give us a drunk story, but, but he gave, he, us, he he gave us a stuff. story. He had a story about, you know, when, when he wouldn't give us a, a, a drunk story for legal reasons. Yeah. Um, he gave us a story about a waitress that yeah. was serving this one customer who apparently had a crush on her. Is that what he, yeah, he, he had, said? He had a crush she, on her? He had a crush on her and she was just not having it. Shutting yeah, she, him down. she was shutting him down, but I, I'm assuming in a polite way. In a polite, more than likely. If you, and even so, even if it was not, the guy was probably still going to hang around. It's like, this right. is just for their taste. So, uh, you know, his what happened at the end of, of that night is he left her a $900 tip. 900 bucks. Folks. $900. Can you imagine how much... How, I mean, she had That's to be damn good looking for him. Very good dude. looking. Or he's uh, a doofus. I oh, mean, yeah. one of the two. Or he's just willing to spend money. I mean, he's That's, willing to spend $900. I mean, I'll show him my ass. No if he shame. Wants. No yeah. shame whatsoever. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that, those, are, those are, you know, some of the, uh, the experiences we've had so far. Um, we're actually going to start, going to cut this a little short. Uh, we're only trying for 30 minutes right now on this podcast, but it looks like we actually have. More, more to talk enough. about so uh I, i'm thinking our next one's gonna have to be an longer. hour yeah at least an hour at least an hour uh, but we would like to say thank goodness for editing yeah we would like to say thank you for listening to us um we uh we we plan on bringing more and more and more to you uh we do have something we would like to say if you if you get a chance to listen to this we will be at the branch line brewery um, celebrating one year anniversary. Celebrating their one year anniversary. That's right. This I Saturday. have yet to try their beer. I've, uh, I have never tried it. Um, it's a new thing to me. Right. So you know, if you're there, go to their website. Just just Google Branch Line Brewery. 
and um, they will give you the rundown on their website, what's going on. I know you if you pay $15, you get a glass with tickets so you can get a 10-ounce pour of one of their 19 different beers that they will be tapping that day. And some of them look pretty damn good. I'm, I'm actually really, really eager to try some of these. It's this Saturday, January 25th, from 1 to 6. The map for their location is going to be on the website. This is if you're in the San Antonio area. If you're or, listening in from Houston or Belgium or something like if that. If you want to drive in or fly, fly yeah. in, hey, I mean, go if you right want ahead. to pay that type of money, I mean, if you have that type of money, please visit Indiegogo.com. Exactly. There's a very useful button that you can press that says donate to our cause. We yes. can really use the help. Um, and uh, they also have music from Chris Taylor. I, I don't know who that is. I've never heard of him. Uh, websites on there as well. Um, so if you want to see who Chris Taylor is, go ahead. They will have food trucks. They will have vendors. Um, a friend of uh, a friend of mine from high school is actually going to be a vendor there. Uh, Brandy she Garcia. She's married, so stay off. It's B dash linkdesign.com is her website she doesn't know i'm promoting it right now but i figured hey why not throw a little throw a little bone out there uh so and you're saying she's married that raising shut up oh, <laughs> uh so yes caught in a lie. yeah 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 <laughs> so uh you know if you're gonna head out there and you see one of us um you know say hi and you know that you liked our show we'd appreciate it just so we know somebody's listening and um yeah we will put up another episode here Sunday. Sunday we'll be doing another podcast, hopefully right. a little bit longer. Right, a little bit longer. We'll talk about the the uh the branch line uh one year anniversary that day. Uh you know, just to let you know how it was if you weren't able to make it. And make sure you head over to thepublife.com, D-A-P-U-B-L-I-F-E dot com. We want your stories, folks. Yes. We love these stories. I mean they're hilarious. I have a bunch of my own, but I only have so many. Uh, Chris has a couple of his own. There's a special link. There's a the tab that you can click on that says Drunken Tales. Drunken Tales. So you click can, on the contact at thepublife.com. It's it's a it's a leave out names, change names, doesn't matter. We want to hear your story. You want I want you guys to be part of the whole experience. So please let us know. Write in, write often. We won't edit much. <laughs> if it depends on exactly you know if we have to go check with lawyers or something. And please, if you have to, if we have to check with a lawyer. Uh, that's kind of costly. We don't have that type of money. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. Just so, don't, 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 don't incriminate yourself, yeah. anybody. But send us uh, some feedback at the drunk, website. Drunken tales, jokes. If you got a video you want us to take a look at, maybe put on the website. That'd be great. If you have, if you own your own bar, or your pub, or whatever, you want us to take a look at it, or if you know of a place you want us to check out and and review, we'd be glad to hear it. Contact at the dot com. I check that every day. Um, and, uh, you know, make sure you just, just check it out, refer your friends. We want to make this grow. We don't want to have to work for anybody else but ourselves. Exactly. Just like I know you guys don't want it. you to. Yeah. It's not that we're lazy. It's just that we don't like waking up early. Exactly. And we like to stay up late. <laughs> uh, so please, uh, amazon.com through the, the pub life website. Uh, if you're going to order anything, doesn't cost you a dime Indiegogo.com. Just search to publife.com. Any any amount of money, a dollar would help. You know, it, that's that's fine. That would get us one step closer to all the equipment that we need. And just check out the website and, uh, you know, uh, just show us some support. Like us on Facebook. No Twitter account yet, but no hopefully Twitter we'll account get one soon. On so hope to see you guys out of the pub and cheers. All right, guys. Have a good day.